Well, welcome back, everybody, uh, for episode three, um, Joshua Yeager on School Leadership Series, and we are going to embark today on a brief conversation of what it's like for school administrators to deal with teacher retention at this time of year. We all are going through the same headaches of trying to find good uh, replacements for our staff who are going on to different uh, uh, careers or different opportunities that may have been presented to them. And we are in in a teacher uh, shortage in our state. And there are a couple of things that we're going to talk about today that may can um, shed light on some things or maybe some reasons as to why we have such an issue with teacher retention here in Mississippi. Uh, I want to first thank all of those of you who have joined us so far as we start this new podcast series and look forward to hearing um, from you. I would like to encourage you to always like these podcasts and share them because the more publicity we receive, the less it costs me to do them. And uh, we will always want to work together and try to do um, as much as we can to uh, shed light and to bring some great um, principles that you can help. Principled principles. Um, and uh, I think that's very important in the, the trying times in which we are faced with of running a school and building operations of school leadership in the 21st century. Also, if you uh, like what you hear, you can follow me via uh, Twitter um, at, um, and, and follow me there on Twitter. And I think it would be a, a great uh, way to connect and uh, learn uh, from each other uh, at Jaeger underscore edu. That is at Y-E-A-G-E-R underscore edu. Um, you can follow me there on my Twitter page. Um, always updating some information for you. Um, we have got a, a great uh, week ahead of us. Um, the next podcast series that we do, I'm going to be bringing in some uh, some resources and some different people to help us uh, with uh, some topics of, of discussion and uh, some things that we're going to be talking about at school and all the school improvement programs throughout each state, they, they're very, very similar as they're regulated by the federal government. We're going to be talking about how those school improvement grants look, what it looks like to implement them into your schools, uh, who's eligible for school improvement grants, and things of that nature. Uh, but today we're going to talk about teacher retention and the deficits that we face in our state. Uh, Many, many individuals will say that uh, there is a plethora of reasons why we are losing teachers in the field, whether it may be uh, teacher pay, uh, whether it may be so much pressure of of testing, 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 um, maybe be the actual culture of the 21st century children that we face. Um, There's several different viewpoints that we can take and several different uh, scenarios that, that come into play when we talk about teacher retention. But today, a couple of things that we want to shed light on is this. If you are an administrator who struggles to keep teachers in your building, we may need to take a look at some of the things that you're doing in that building. How often do you allow your teachers to actually be professional practitioners outside of the classroom? I think a great uh, motivating tool for um, teacher retention would be their professional development that they give uh, throughout the school year. We have faculty meetings and a lot of administrators. I think one of the greatest things that you can do is delegate it. You have a lot of teachers who are are very passionate about the art of teaching, and they have a lot of great things that are going on inside their classrooms, 
they would absolutely love to be able to share them. Um, I remember one time I was uh, responsible for professional development for a couple of different high schools, and we would have, uh, once a semester, we would have a showcase, and we would have a talent show, and uh, some of the teachers would get together, and they would put on their best lessons learned, their best uh, teaching strategies, their best motivational skills, uh, what I call MAGS, uh, Motivation, Acquisition, and Extension. Some of you may be familiar with that type of research out there. But we would put them on a platform and they would showcase their expertise and then the other staff would vote to see who would win. And uh, it was a very challenging iron sharpeneth iron mentality and it was very successful. And uh, we had a, I've seen a lot of great things with that. So I think allowing your teachers the autonomy to, to build capacity within their classroom, of course, and also build capacity throughout the buildings and, and, and creating an atmosphere where they feel like their professional career is, is actually making a difference outside of the classroom. I think that would also stipend them um, to continue to, um, to stay. I think school culture is a huge uh, part of, of teacher retention as well. Maintaining and retention of teachers all depends on the culture and atmosphere that you have in your buildings. I think as building level leaders, we have got to put forth an effort to make sure that we create an atmosphere that is conducive for all and that we respect every adult that's in that building. A lot of times in, in, in conversations when, we, when I talk to different people, they, uh, they look at me kind of crazy when I tell them that I am first teacher-centered. As a principal, I am teacher-centered. And they look at me like I'm crazy because I didn't say student-centered. There is no way that me being a principal or a principal out there can impact all of the kids in the building. The teachers do that. So I think a, a great effective administrator is going to remove barriers and put their teachers in the center. Because if an administrator puts their teachers in the center, then they're going to put the kids in the center. And I, I think it's twofold there. I think the teachers need to feel like they are at the center of the administrator and then the teacher then will then place the child and their students uh, in the center of all learning. Um, and that 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 is also part or contributed to the fact of, of maintaining good, high-quality staff in uh, your buildings. Uh, those two principles right there are pretty uh, uh, legit when it comes to maintaining staff and teacher retention. I think if you do that, the, the pay, we're kind of, our hands may be tied a little bit um, as far as the size of your districts and the things that you do. But I also think that incentives of teacher uh, receiving a, a localized base supplement added onto their state teaching salary would also be beneficial as well. Um, but I, as far as the argument of from teachers in Mississippi, I don't necessarily think that teachers in Mississippi are fussing as much about the pay as they are um, uh, all the amounts of testing. And, you know, the State Department requires one assessment um, for each content area uh, on the high school level. Those maybe four assessments a year. Uh, middle school, they're going to have their math and science assessments. And then really and truly um, through the elementary, they'll have three different assessments. But they only uh, require that one assessment a year. Now, it's left up to the districts how many times they are going to um, do benchmark testing uh, to kind of grasp the, the way and the direction that they're headed. I think it's very important and imperative to understand those concepts when you take a look at them from that point of view and perspective. I think also being able to uh, bring in high qualified staff and teachers who really are passionate about teaching and learning and moving students forward is uh, those building level administrators need to make themselves 
uh, very friendly to your uh, to your colleges and, and teacher ed programs out there and those professors at the collegiate level um, re- reaching out and, 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 and bringing in those uh, first year, first, second, new year teachers uh, and, and kind of nurturing them and, and pairing them up with with a seasoned veteran uh, teacher. Uh, I think that's huge and, and will bring a lot of success through, throughout the school year. Uh, most of the time in public schools in Mississippi, they um, have uh, career fairs. And, and I think that's great, but I think you need to have a career fair often. And you need to be out and in, 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 in on the streets and, and recruiting your teachers. You kind of have a sense of idea come March or April what teachers you probably want to or need to replace or will have to replace due to career advancements and things of that nature. Um, I, have, I know that it's difficult and, and the pickings are, are, are somewhat trim when it comes to certain content areas. I think building capacity and teacher capacity in your buildings is part of an educator uh, leadership role. Um, encouraging them to go on and get some more multiple certifications to maybe help um, um, uh, bridge those hard-to-fill teaching spots like your APs and your in, in your chemistries and, and your foreign languages and things of that nature. I think that can be done. Um, so those are some tidbits today that I really wanted to share with you, and I hope that you've enjoyed them. Um, so we talk about teacher retention. We talk about capacity of professional development, allowing your teachers to get on the platform and and, and let their art uh, do the work for themselves and and allow them to do a lot of your in-house professional development throughout the year. I think that would be, that's incredible to be able to do that. I also believe that uh, when when you do that and and you you build your culture around uh, teachers first and teacher centered, I think you will uh, learn that your, your staff will definitely appreciate that. And then your recruitment uh, of new teachers and, and building bridges with them and, and guiding them and giving them the strength and the encouragement that they need is so very important. Um, and, and creating a good positive culture. Nobody wants to come to work where, where all your school leaders do is harp, 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 hound, hound, hound. Yeah, we got policy to follow, but there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. I think it needs to be encouraging. And treat your teachers as professional educators. They are professional, licensed, trained individuals, just as we are as administrators. Um, and we've got to uh, put the faith back in our teachers and make our teachers feel that they are loved and appreciated on all varying levels. And um, if you do that, I think uh, um, we, we would save a whole lot of bargaining when it comes to teacher retention within our local schools here in the state of Mississippi or wherever you are. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed our um, brief podcast today and we're going to grow from it and we're going to have some special guests from the Mississippi Department of Education later on this week and I'm really excited about that. Remember to share and like these podcasts as we need as many people as possible to be on board with us and you can follow me at uh, on Twitter at uh, Jaeger underscore edu that is at Y-E-A-G-E-R underscore edu and I hope you have a great Monday afternoon and I look forward to hearing back from you. Please leave a comment and uh, share our podcast. And remember, you are listening to Josh Yeager on Leadership Series um, um, today. Uh, So school leadership. Uh, Thank you so much and have a great day.